0: This is this
1: is the In the Black podcast.
0: In the block, bro.
1: <laughs> it's down one of the this best is.
0: podcasts I ever heard, though. I
2: like
1: guy my guy my guy uh, oh lord here we go check 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 <laughs> check know, this I'm out i'm sure check you got out. yourself in some bullshit somewhere <laughs>
2: whatever whatever nigga. I mean, right. whatever check this out man so uh this week i know you're gonna make fun of your boy but i don't give a fuck so this week uh, i went to the uh to the nail salon my nails look like some straight shit. so i went to the nail salon right and i was getting a, a manicure and the woman that was doing my nails, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> the woman that was doing my nails, she's she's a, as an African that knows plenty of fobs. She was a fob. She she just got here. She had to have accent thicker than gravy. Boy, it was ridiculous. So after she finishes cutting my nails, do my cuticles, and rubbing the oil on my hand, she said, "Do you want a hand job?" And I looked at her like.
1: Hold on, you actually stuttered?
2: What <laughs> <laughs> a head jab. And I was like, and I'm there with people around. I, I I slide to the side like uh Am I the only motherfucker that just heard this shit? And she said it again, and then I was like, uh like, I was just blown. And then one of her friends, I guess, overheard one of the other texts overheard. And I guess they started speaking in Vietnamese or whatever they were speaking. She was like, she just wants to know, do you want her to massage your hands? <laughs> and I was
1: like, oh, shit.
2: I was having heart palpitations and some emotions. I was like,
1: what the fuck is going on in this place? You got nervous because somebody offered you a hand job? Nigga. Listen I only <laughs> is, that, is that is that what your life Eldon, is like you, Eldon, you, you Eldon, struggle Eldon. with those type of sexual advances
2: Eldrin Eldrin listen I, I don't have much. I don't need my wife taking hey, half of much. Hey, hey,
1: hey, <laughs> I don't need bruh. my wife
2: taking half of much cool. of what I've got. Yeah. So you can, you can be easy
1: with them type. Oh, no. Don't, of don't, don't throw this to me. <laughs> nah, they you can throw you it all in. I'll throw it all in at times. <laughs> <laughs> you. She asked you three times. <laughs> when I, when like, I damn, tell you. you want a hand job or not, nah, <laughs> bro? <laughs> wrong with you take that hand job man
2: and i think the look the look on her face i think is what got her on my face is what got her because when she said that i was like
1: because you insulted her that's why because you turned down her hand job (laughs) hold up
2: I mean, you said yes. it. It's, you it's, said you. I it's mean, called. You, it's called a manicure. I'm, I'm. I'm being corrected in the comments. It's called. Uh, listen, it's called a manicure.
1: <laughs> I, I, hey, I but I'm proud of you, though. Man. You, you're taking care of yourself, though. That's good. That's good. Nigga, my hands was looking like some of these
2: cigars and shit. I had to take care of it. It was just right. too much. Soap, soap and lotion, bro. shut up? Well. Fuck up, it's not just soap, <laughs> lotion, soap and lotion.
1: Soap lotion.
2: That's why your hands look like them, damn Al you Blanco's. To, those
1: <laughs> your hands look
2: like them, damn you Al You got Blancos. to take
1: care of these babies, bro. No doubt. Listen. No doubt. No
2: bullshit. No bullshit. <laughs> and real, no. real talk. Real talk. One of my homies he <laughs> called me out, and this dude he takes very good care of himself. I'm not gonna lie, he takes very good care of himself. And I took a picture of one of the cigars that I recently bought, and he saw it. He's like, "My God, you need a manicure." And I was like.
1: Yeah, he, he is, he is he all called me, the way into it. He
2: called me, he called me, out, real, he called me out real hard, too. Man, you know what?
1: If I send a picture of my hand to some dude and he responds back that I need to get it, <laughs> I'm cussing him all the way out. Like, motherfucker, I'll send you a picture of the cigar. He, he forgot all about
2: the cigars. Yeah. Like, you can just go take care leave, of your hand. Leave hands my cuticles it. alone, Cuticles was with trash, you. my guy. Shit. Cuticles was some straight Damn. trash. No bullshit.
1: Cash App, bro.
2: Shit. <laughs> you, you that concerned? You that. Oh, shit. don't get me in trouble man shit yes welcome 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 what's up what's up what is up back once again it is the incredible in the black podcast and in case you weren't aware this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown-ass men who try as best as they can to take care of themselves i am your host big O, mr in the black <laughs> but you know i can never do this alone if this is only two of us today who do you want to be tonight, man? I do bro. We mob deep. Okay, shit. Let okay. me introduce the rest of mob deep. El, say what's up, man.
1: Are you the dead guy or... Nigga!
2: What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah.
1: Swear y'all be thinking that my mom and daddy failed me. You listen, they did a good job,
2: bro. You are truly the reason why we get all the hate mail that we fucking get, my guy. I'm trying to tell you.
1: I'm glad our listeners can write.
2: (laughs) And if you're checking this out on YouTube, make sure you hit that thumbs up. It helps the algorithm, helps it go a long way. Make sure you hit that subscribe button as well so that you don't miss out on the next video. Hit that bell also as well so you get a reminder and all that other stuff and make sure you follow us across social media at in the black p d c s t facebook twitter instagram all of that stuff and uh yeah at your mama's house make sure we uh <laughs> make sure make sure you support and go to all our, go to our website as well uh l if you want i mean you seem you seem to be enamored with disrespecting our, our viewers and our listeners but uh I, I how can you man. tell tell these folks how they
1: can become part of the family if they they probably won't. I mean shit. Not to I out have their after all that bullshit. <laughs> hey man, listen, but go ahead over to our website sincerely at in the com, and in the right hand corner you can click become family tab. There you can become a part of our family, literally. You can buy some of our swag, t-shirts, mugs, all types of shit, hoodies, a little bit of everything. But also, you can actually become a financial supporter of what we're doing. You can join our Patreon or you can donate straight to what we're trying to build here, man. Uh, At dollar sign in the black PDCST. And sincerely, it costs money to do this shit. Uh, cool. As much times we really like being with y'all and, and laughing and joking and giving y'all news and information from a black perspective, this shit ain't free. So feel free to donate, man, and come through and join and help out. I you mean, stop freeloading. Shit. Sure. Uh,
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you do what you're supposed to do, you know, good motherfucker?
1: Yeah. But one of the things that we've been talking about on this show for a while, man, is... The importance of mental health, uh, importance of physical health. So what we tend to do uh, each and every show is what we like to call a Pies check-in. And a Pies check-in is when we ask each of the hosts how they're doing physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. Now, they can do a 1 to 10 type of scale, or they can be specific. But what they can't do is not answer the damn questions. So Sean bro five chicken go ahead <laughs> start off man uh this week i'm a lot better than i was
2: the previous weeks I'm not gonna lie to you man uh physically i'm good uh intellectually i'm in a good spot emotionally i'm i think i'm about a six or a seven only mm. reason for that is uh you know my day job i'm looking to get some more coins and there are there are obstacles that are holding me back from getting more coins so I'm looking to see what that's going to look like in the next couple of weeks or so spiritually the same deal man you got to be prayed up if you're not prayed up you at least meditate and do all those sorts of things so
1: I'm I'm good this week I'm good man how about you oh man physically my lower back has been hurting man uh years ago I hurt my back working at a job and when the weather changes, it, it just starts acting up. So I just really got to make sure I'm doing my stretches and stop fucking bullshitting. Yeah. Uh, intellectually, I really, I'm really i really on a high. Been out of school for the past two weeks. Unfortunately, I start back on Monday. Uh, <laughs> so, so I've been actually just, man, reading comics, reading trash fiction, you know, anything that is just intellectual, but don't mean shit. So I can do that. I I mean, just to kind of, you know, filter some shit out Uh, emotionally, man. I'm trash. Uh, My good childhood friends, man, died suddenly here uh, last week. So tomorrow's the wake. Saturday is the funeral. uh, And just dealing with the grief. I hate both of them type of environments. Condolences, Uh, my guy. So it's going to be a heavy weekend. Spiritually, I'm pretty good, man. Like Sean said, man, uh, do some sort of spiritual activity. Uh, you don't got necessarily got to follow the footsteps of any particular religion, but do something to stimulate and to encourage yourself from a spiritual standpoint, man. So no pies check in, ladies and gentlemen, try no that doubt. shit by yourself sometimes and be honest with yeah. yourselves about where you are. Sean. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt condolences my guy i know what this can be like man when you
2: suddenly lose somebody that you've been you've known for how many donkey years man i've known this
1: dude for 30 years bro jesus christ yeah
2: sorry man sorry yeah
1: so it's gonna be a rough week
2: yeah i can imagine i was looking at something the other day now we don't want to go too off on a tangent but i was looking at something the other day one of the kid stars from the movie talladega nights Mm -hmm. Uh, recently passed away 28 years old committed suicide and it just when I was reading it man like the first thing I thought was damn 28 and then damn he committed suicide it's like we got to check in on our checking on our folks man sometimes we say we all right but we're not always all right man so Mm -hmm. yeah all right we're going to jump into the black box letter for tonight and the black box letter tonight is a very interesting one man it comes from it comes from the homie Malcolm Malcolm oh, he writes, put his name on this shit? what's up brothers my name is malcolm and i'm 26 years old i've been checking out your show ever since a while back when you had a defense attorney on to explain yeah, what to do when yeah. we got pulled over by the police since then i try to make sure that i catch all the episodes i can hearing og speak the truth the way you guys have been has been great to me since listening to you guys i've tried to make it my priority to take my physical and mental health more seriously good, so thank you good. for that But here is my problem. As much as I've grown in the past year, there are still things that I'm working on. And I think I got myself into a situation. I had an incident two years ago where I found uh, where I got clowned about my sexual performance in a group chat that a girl I was seeing was a part of. I'm not going to lie to you. The whole experience messed me up. Flash forward to August of last year. And I meet an older woman, 40 years old Mm -hmm. on POF. Before the first time we had sex, I took Viagra so that I wouldn't have the same oh, experience. Bro. Sex with her is and has been great. The problems that I've been talking, I've been taking pills <sighs> since then to get right. And she doesn't know. I don't know how to tell her. I'm really at a loss right now because I'm starting to dig her and it, this is slowly becoming more than physical. I'm really worried about what would happen if she found out. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Malcolm.
1: Jeez, bro! My guy, damn. <coughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you the truth about my me. guy. I can hit you with a. a Don't a, hold a a clip, a, hold up, hold up, no, A cup full stop, of, of. Stop. Books back right up. Now. Back up. Because
2: I know. <laughs> this was my fear when I got this letter that you was going to be in it, and I know how you. Negate other people's feelings sometimes when you start to speak. no let so finish though, be bro. Be gentle was, with this man. Listen,
1: man, I was, I was gonna say that, Black like, Malcolm. I could hit you with two full clips of jokes right now, bro. <laughs> the, the fucking jokes, the jokes right themselves, bro. Listen, I don't have to do no work here. I can just dig, blow your way. They get you the worst. You don't need jokes right now, man. You really need some good fucking strong counsel. And one of the things that you really have to understand, a couple of things. First off, women talk to other women about men's sexual performance as much or more than men talk about to other men about women's sexual performance. So the fact that you read some shit in a group chat that some woman said that she was interested in about your sexual performance, you cannot allow that to fuck with you in the manner where you begin to do damage potentially damage that can never be corrected by taking Viagra all the time but are you too young currently to be experiencing those types of sexual difficulties now here's one of the reasons why you may be experiencing these types of sexual difficulties is because the shit that you read in the group chat dog fucked your head up so bad that now you don't even trust your sexual performance anymore and you leaning on something that is a, not a natural enhancing capabilities to the point where you falling in love with some 40 year old chick who done put it on you and you can't even trust yourself to do shit right way because you still fucked up about what this girl put in the group chat. So the reality of it is bro, you got two options here. First option is stop the fucking Viagra. And take your ass to a fucking counselor. If you that you feel that bad, your self-esteem is damaged that severely that you are leaning on something else, go see somebody, brother, because I'm almost guaranteed that in some other area in your life, your fucking self-esteem is trashed there, too, to the mm. point where you're leaning mm. on this to do it. Mm, and mm, mm, mm. the second option is, bro, keep taking it and suffer the consequences that comes along with it, that when you Nigga. do get 40 you really gonna need viagra because you have your body has adjusted and adapted to needing it's just like it, any other drug bro like it gets worse drug. than that man it, it, it gets worse than that shit dude like it no ain't pollution. healthy bro it ain't healthy My for God. you at 25 to be taking viagra on that level and the reality of it is if you're gonna be honest with this old head bro listen she done been around for a while, bro. She gonna do with you lying to her word, ass all the time. Anybody word, got time
2: for that shit. Not even, not even just that. But honestly, older women are probably going to be more understanding given the no, circumstances. They've don't been around. You dare tell
1: them that man that no, lie. No, no,
2: no, no, no. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a lie because, the, like you just said, they've had the experience. They've been around the block. It's not like this is going to be the first time. And them,
1: them motherfuckers the is tired. They ain't
2: putting up with
1: this shit no longer. <laughs> <That> is- <laughs> some of you older women that's in the chat tell the truth This <laughs> motherfucker, you know damn well you ain't got the patience danielle i see you i know you ain't got the damn patience to do i i know you ain't got the patience to deal with that shit. i know you would be throwing him and everything out the damn door but but seriously he has to make better choices in this situation he can't continue to be on this path yeah, no he can't he can't health-wise it's just it's just not healthy for you, bro. Honestly, yeah, you, you do about uh, mind one breath that you listening to us about your mental. And he's getting health, better. And I
2: think, bro. I think, hold on. We're we're just gonna take. <laughs> Excuse me if we take full credit for you trying to make this transformation of yours, Malcolm. Well, obviously
1: your ass ain't listening. He <laughs> nah, he's, he's, like list, he's listening. Starburst he's he's, list,
2: he's <laughs> listening. He wrote in. He needs the advice. Hopefully, and his name gonna help him either. make yeah, yeah, I know not, it's probably so his name. He's that he is like Dr. Susan thinking, this ain't his real name. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't right me with your real name. No, 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 he did no he did. But <laughs> real know. talk though, man. All jokes aside, I think this is like you go down this I got the letter and i started reading it and i was like flabbergasted right like you said 20 some odd years old what the hell and i can understand in some capacity like some you have the performance anxiety and all that other stuff but Mm -hmm. then you start reading some of the research behind it or some of the details behind the industry for lack of a better description and the industry's almost intentionally is targeting kids malcolm's age man Like when you go to some of these sites, it looks like it is designed specifically for Gen Z, millennial age folks, folks that technically at their age do not need the medication. One thing that I saw that was also so ridiculous. Do you know now that there are so many sites that you can go and legally get Viagra? I'm not talking about like those, the gas station pills. I'm talking about Viagra without a doctor's prescription. There are sites there's one site that just launched uh earlier in last year i think or the end of the year before called viagra connect in the first 12 months no 12 weeks excuse me of that site launching they made
1: 8.6 million dollars but think about it though man remember we live in a capitalistic society motherfuckers who invented Viagra didn't invite, invent Viagra so you can get your join up so you can enjoy sexual your sexual life better. They created Viagra ultimately for them to make more money so they already have the older generation locked in you already got the older generation locked. It only makes sense from a marketing standpoint to do what? But hold on, hold on, hold on This is this
2: is and that was one of the things that I read that really kind of blew my mind and made me kind of also feel a little bit sorry for Malcolm in this instance, that not only are they targeting people like Malcolm, they're playing in on that anxiety. And I've read reports where it says doctors across the country are saying that their their caseload in terms of who they give these E.D. pills to are almost
1: triple that in people's Malcolm's age than those 40 and above. But also think of it, too. One of the reasons why the younger generation are also needing these types of things is why? Because porn usage, for one, is at an all-time high. And without going down this particular path, you can't spend most of your days, your youth, masturbating and watching porn and not think when you get older, you're not going to have some sort of issues with your, your perception. Your perception sex. It's, it's, it's just, it's just like any other thing. The more wear and tear you put on it and the younger, the worse off and the least it works when you get older. But it, it, it's just, we, we got to be mindful. And the problem is Malcolm, you got to be careful of everybody in some sense one time or another has had performance anxiety or some sort oh, of know, you're right you're right and it can just simply be you're overexcited. excited it can be something as small as you didn't have too much caffeine X. or it could be the fact that this woman is so attractive these things actually happen, but because men don't typically have these conversations about performance anxiety, not being able to get it up, you know, ejaculating too fast, we don't have these open conversations because when we do, we look at it as a punk and then we ain't no good sexually. Don't be too hard on yourself, bro. And it's I think affecting that... you too bad, man. Go see a counselor for real. Listen, listen, my guy, I think that that, and I. I think we'd be
2: remiss if we didn't delve into that a little bit more. man. that is, I think the bigger issue at hand, the, the so- society, men and women at this point, the, the expectations that we put on men or their sexuality. And I think that we, we wear that we wear that in some instances, like a badge of honor, like, you know, how many women you knock down or how long you can last and all that other stuff. But if you're not one of those guys, the, the, the level of
1: of anxiety anxiety anxiety.
2: that you feel, I can understand how it can be debilitating. I had to reach out to some of, cause I'm, 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 I want to make sure that I, get the spectrum right and i asked some of our gay homies one I, as a matter of fact i asked uh bizarre the other day uh earlier today and i asked him i said hey does this even happen in the gay community i mean if you have men yeah, that are yeah. no just no i wanted to make sure i said as men, the
1: this, or no, or
2: well, not the, the conversation right? but does do do you put these types of oh, yeah. expectations on other men given that you all understand what it is like right you understand what that is like and he was like shit that shit probably happens more in the gay community than it happens in the straight community at least that women can temper your egos and all that other stuff but Uh, men they're like there's certain expectation that men put on men and it's true if you've been a teenager middle school in a boy's locker room you know what it's like to feel physically inadequate or feel like you're not you don't belong or whatever the case is, talk less as, as you get older. As a as a young man developing and not knowing the ropes or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and having these expectations on you, or you internalizing the wrong expectations, and then how that manifests
1: itself in your relationships, it's got it's
2: going to come out like this in some capacity, right?
1: Yeah. So, I, I, Malcolm, go to a doctor, man. Have a conversation with your doctor, bro, and and talk to your doctor. So and and. We're not even going to talk about how you're getting the Viagra. We're not even going to have that conversation about how Nick, you're getting it. Because I, I you, know my how guy. much folks are selling one of these pills for a bruh. I know to the, and just keeping it a buck to the point where a homie of mine sells them, right? And he was like, man, this is such an easy hustle. He's like, bro, all you got to do is go to the doggone doctor and tell the doctor this. He going to write your prescription and the amount of money you make off of one pill and i was just like bruh but you know just morally that's just not my thing i I just can't but so he was trying to put you on as a hustle he was trying to put me on the hustle because folks sell it man listen man this is such a layered rabbit hole ish topic that is so intertwined with masculinity regardless if it's heterosexual or homosexual the masculine component of making sure that you're able to perform and living up to some sort of sexual standard that we have put on each other. But it's scary and, and I, ah, yeah, yeah. And you got sons. Yeah.
2: Yeah, man. I don't I don't know how I'm going. Well, I I won't say that. I think that honestly that I'd have an opportunity me and my son. I talk to my son and I'm hoping that that doesn't change the older he gets. I'm going to make sure that that doesn't change. But to your to your point earlier, man, this once, like I said, man, when you start going down this rabbit hole, it's really ridiculous. Said that Viagra or erectile dysfunction medication is the most counterfeited drug in the entire world and that in combined combined in of, all, world. of all these erectile dysfunction drugs all of them viagra cialis all of the ones that you can name right that combined per year they are a 500 billion dollar business
1: so it only makes sense that they begin to marketing to young people doesn't it
2: 500 billion dollars and that's mm. the legitimate way talk less of the folks that are like you said doing it on the hustle
1: and we put such a, a heavy emphasis man on male sex, sexuality
2: and virility, on, uh,
1: on male sexuality that is just it, it's it's such a standard and such a thing that we you really can't live up to it, man. You, you, you just can't. And that's why so many dudes are lying and doing the things that like Malcolm is doing because of the pressure that has been put on them by society that trickles down to the pressure that we put on ourselves. Next thing you know, we're popping pills and we're lying to women that we're falling in love with. But... <laughs> Well,
2: we didn't answer, Malcolm. Well, I think we did. I think you did. But I'll I'll say this as well. Go to the doctor. Besides going to the doctor, because the side effects and all that other shit that comes with continually doing the doing Viagra is not a fucking joke. But besides that, you got to tell this woman the truth, man.
1: You've honestly been living. That's a where pseudo me and, lie, that's where me and o disagree yet?
2: <laughs> no, my guy, I think he needs. I think he needs to tell her in some capacity because what I'm um, what I'm assuming is going to happen. He cuts that shit cold turkey, and then his performance drops off, and she's wondering what's going on. And you know, how, just like well, with I think anybody. At that point in
1: time, you you, you tell her mm. at that point in time. So you, you think tell wait her. until that becomes I think, a problem before I think you, you go say, ahead and you begin to cut back, go the natural route. There's a ton of natural supplements that you can take potentially out there that can help out. Just look at that. But I don't think that you go into it and be like, oh, you know, I've been popping Viagra to get it up. And so every time that I'm knocking it back out, the reason why I'm <laughs> able to knock it back out is because I'm taking Viagra. Uh, so the next time I try to knock it back out, if I don't knock it all the way out, halfway out, There's a reason why it's the Viagra. She gonna look at you like, motherfucker. What are you talking about? Like what? No. So you wait, bro. You you cut back. You figure out something else to do, and then you you know if your performance is still failing, then you have a conversation together because she might be able to stimulate you in some ways that you no longer need Viagra pills, bro so hold up i'm very surprised to even hear you say this you
2: mr beat open open and honest dialogue 24 7 you shouldn't be yeah. afraid to have these conversations and now you're telling this dude to continue to live the lie until she turns around and makes it an issue <laughs> oh
1: but, but And the reason, hold on the reason why i don't think he should tell her because at the moment the lie is not being uh is not being harmful to either one of them at the moment. It's not a, it's not a, it's a victimless lie, essentially. It's not like- It's a victim. It's <laughs> touch that, bro. <laughs> nope. But I'm just saying, at the moment, he doesn't have to have that conversation with her because I just don't think that he needs to have that conversation at the moment. If his performance continues, it, it falls because he- doesn't take it anymore i think then you have a bigger conversation a better conversation Mm -hmm. but again malcolm this is one of those great things that if you're really into her and you've fallen for her you should be able to have open conversations with each other about sex things you like things you don't like facts uh things that might stimulate you more that she's able to do facts facts yeah yeah take take a first yeah. She's 40. He's, she done, she done, <laughs> she done she been around the block, she... I'm assuming. Nah, I ain't going to say that. Nah, I ain't well, going to you... call her that. I ain't going to say that. No. You, know, you know what? You know <laughs> exactly what the fuck I'm go talking go about.
2: You know what? Let me clarify myself. <laughs> I don't need I don't need an Elgin letter coming to the mailbox <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> this woman has lived long enough to experience.
1: Oh, those... you tried. You can't I, do I, it. I don't Leave it, it alone, bro. bro, bro. <laughs> Leave it
2: alone. Yeah, let me, let me, let me put the shovel down. it all jokes aside Malcolm make sure you have these conversations man you should be having these genuine and open conversations about what it takes to be a good partner anyway regardless of if you're taking the pills or you're not taking the pills so I mean <laughs> man I hate your ass so much
1: you make you make simple Bruh. shit so fucking difficult fuck. you were uh, going to talk about her experience bro. <laughs> do you know how that is
2: listen listen i I didn't ask for her i wasn't talking about her body count i was just saying (laughs) which the fact that she's (laughs) shut up i hate you god damn it malcolm thank you for writing in man i appreciate you being Mm -hmm. brave enough to share this with us even though we know malcolm is not your real name but i'm gonna reach back out (laughs) and and Thank you for writing the letter. And we'll send you an In the Black podcast t-shirt for you being open and honest. And a matter of fact, let us know how it goes, man. For real, for real. Like after you had this conversation with her. I'd, I'd hope I'd hate You're for welcome. you to be in another we tell you another t if you don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Elgin's gonna pay for the both of those jokes, motherfucker. Well, oh, no, no. You, You're stupid. I'm All good. right. Um uh, Next on the docket, man. Go ahead, uh, L. We'll we'll, uh, we'll close. We'll, we'll start with that other thing. Oh, Talking about sex. God.
1: That's your man, by the way. But go I, ahead. No, I have nothing to do with this dude, man. So <laughs> let's let's. I know everybody. They mama know. You just seen this dude, the the muscle bound darks can do sitting in a compact car giving out relationship <laughs> advice to people. Uh, well, Derek Jackson. Who spells his name? J A X N. You know he's an asshole. He can't even spell Jackson correctly. Well, anyway, this internet relationship guru got exposed for cheating on his wife. Uh and man, when you tell when I tell you that all shit hit the fan. This this listen. This has been one of the most literally fascinating things I have ever seen before in my life. Why you say that? Because so, I believe in transparency. I believe in honesty. I believe in integrity. I believe that people, when they get caught in public doing things, that there should be some sort of public acknowledgement to the wrongdoing. And he did just that. <laughs> but he held his wife's hand. And I, when I first saw that video, oh, okay, so let me, let me go back. Let me back up a little bit. Like, like Sean would say, <laughs> let's, 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 back up a little bit. So after he gets That's caught. He does a good. video by himself on YouTube where he kind of dances around the whole situation. He really doesn't get into the nitty gritty of things. He kind of yes. blames, you know, everybody else. Well, just another day later, he drops a video where he's holding his wife's hand, uh, And he begins to have a conversation talking about what's taking place, what happened. And he's relatively honest about what was going on. He really didn't duck and dodge. He didn't give a whole lot of specifics, granted. He did say he had sex with other women. He he did do all that. But I felt sympathy for his wife at that moment. At that moment, I felt sympathy. Because it really looked like she was a woman under duress. Mm, mm. And, and, and sincerely, I mean, I'm not even forward. I'm not even joking here and being facetious. She really looked like she was a woman under duress. Yeah, She was right looking straight the way, at the camera. Way, the way. She was, you know, he was holding her hand with his vice grip and, you know, the hand was in his lap and she just looked like a looked woman. Like she really didn't want to be there, my like, guy. She really didn't want to be there. there, I'm there can imagine not wanting to be there. Right. <laughs> but then it doesn't stop there. Like, next thing you know, he's promoting a book. Where in the book, he's talking about how him and his wife have worked through the issues. And I'm like, hold on, time out. How did you write the book so fast? Like, <laughs> we just got the video last week, bro. You you're right? talking about a video about how you and your wife worked through it. And then not even to mention the way he took the Christian faith and manipulated it, molded it and, and turned it into this horrible piece of shit. It was just the things that he was saying was, and then, of course, the great third person video where he goes back to the compact car. Where he reviews the his own medium shit. Shirt on on. And his medium scully and reviews his own. It, it was just like this dude literally is a sociopath. Sociopath. Okay, my guy. The whole
2: thing has been f- is nuts that's, a, that's, a, that's another. That's a She's whole a bag of that's Peanuts, so
1: that's a whole
2: nother Assault. thing, my guy. That's, <laughs> a, that's a whole other thing, my guy. Yeah. Like you, you know saw what the
1: video? Did you see the video that his wife did?
2: I I, I saw Where the she first said the one.
1: Bonnet was the helmet of salvation? <laughs> Malcolm, you don't get the jokes. But Derek <laughs> wife, she gives <gets> the, <laughs> the jokes. Because that I, shit was crazy. It really kind of, it, it
2: really rubbed me the wrong way. And I felt bad for feeling that way initially. It's because like, his wife or well, the, that. that, well. The, the, <laughs> it's it's entirety, motherfucker. But because you see the video, him cheating on his wife. I mean, I feel bad for the woman for having to deal with that. But then on top of that. What he does in his personal life is his personal business, right? He's the one that chose to make it public. And when he chose to make it public, not only did he make it public, but then he dragged his wife along, right? So you see this video of him holding his wife's hand
1: hand.
2: and you're looking at her, looking like she's in a hostage situation and you want to ask her to blink twice if she's okay. And then at the end of the video, you're like, damn, I feel so, I feel bad for this woman. Like, like somebody go call the police and have a wellness check or something like, like that's Someone,
1: how bad one. Yeah, sure. yeah.
2: Like really that bad. And so. then she releases her video and then subsequently the second video. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, he's got the right one. That's the reason why he can do and say the things that he's been able to say and do and get away with it. And then on top of that now to try and monetize and capitalize on all of this foolishness. Let me ask you, how did you feel when you found out that this dude was selling a goddamn book after all of these, these videos popped out? Like, it really caught me off guard. I First wasn't surprised. Off, it caught me off I mean, guard, but I wasn't surprised necessarily.
1: I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I'm surprised that this dude had the biggest following that he did. Uh, I, I I Listen, I always thought that he was... One of them trash ass internet uh, comedians, uh, <laughs> who, you know, who do the, you know, the guys who do the, the comedian skits that are not right, funny, right, right, right. You, you know, Kevin on stage, you know what I'm talking about, the guys like that, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> the ones like that are not funny. Why? Were... <laughs> Why are you such, you are
2: such a fucking asshole, god damn, <laughs> what man, this is what you, you know, do? <laughs> Malcolm, why do you listen to this fucking show with this dude? You know what? Go ahead. Just keep saying what you're saying, man.
1: Gotcha. Listen, I thought he was one of those guys, though. But then to come out and find out, you know, this dude has a major following. But I always hated him because everything that he did was just shitting on black men all the time. It was Max. always like, Max. and I say shitting on black men because he never put the full context of situations. That both sides. It was always like he was really simping for, for black women. And it was just like, damn, why the hell are black women following this motherfucker like this? I don't understand. Like, y'all hate being lying to, but you're following this line. He's following this his line hair. like shit. No doubt, man. No doubt. But, but what was then he? It? The book. How, Sean, tell me how he did the book that fast, bro. How do you do the book that fast where you're talking about you cheating on your wife when you just got caught cheating on your wife? I don't understand. Listen, so, okay, like, they already know. No, no, and you know what? I think I need someone in the
2: comments or someone ultimately to explain this and clarify this for me, because from what some of the stuff that I've read says that this, the, all of the incidences happened about four years ago and they were able we to were rectify.
1: Okay. Right. And okay. they're just
2: finding everything out now and through that process. That's how we wrote that's them. Fine. But then there's some other folks who are like, like you said, that it was maybe like a month or two ago. So it's not like it was that long ago, and that's all of a sudden. That's when all this nonsense happens. So I'm. I need somebody to help me clarify what the timeline is. Okay, so somebody
1: said the book was already out. Okay, so this yeah. the, the incidents must have been old incidents. Interesting. But, and again, the question would be at that point in time, if these incidents were old. You and your wife have already subsequently worked out with a trash form of Christianity. You guys have moved past all this. You've reconciled all of these different things. Your wife knew about all of it. Why the fuck come out with a, a video no. now? explain that? At this point in time, bro. me and my wife have gotten to a great place off the bullshit that I've done. She's still here and now I'm going to drag her on fucking camera to talk about the shit that we didn't already work through? Like okay. who in the hell is going to be okay. going through as, all as, this shit again? As <laughs> someone who
2: is, I won't say religious because we're not necessarily religious, but we are spiritual in nature yeah. in the way we are. Hello, like God, he likes sometimes, yeah, True. yeah, yeah. We we have a good relationship. Uh, how did you feel about this manipulation of the Bible? Because some of that <laughs> powers and principalities and uh, it, it, the way she was talking was said, it, it, it made me feel like she was a zealot. She didn't explain it in a way that was consumable for general consumption. She was talking like she was a zealot. And that not only rubbed me the wrong way, but I know it rubbed a lot of people that call themselves Christians the wrong way. How did you feel about it?
1: It didn't necessarily bother me. It didn't bother me from the standpoint of, I tend to try to not look at people's personal positive behavior as a sign of their relationship with the deity. It's but their the fruit that we display, like common sense and you know compassion towards people that you love tend to be signs to me that you have some relationship with some spiritual being. And the way he treated his wife with such a nonchalant almost like, yeah, we worked through this That to me was like okay the moment but I've come to expect black folks that when they get caught up in bullshit to start spitting some religious mumbo jumbo because don't don't say that because come on man go go ahead go ahead Anytime that we find ourselves in some sort of shit situation, particularly when we refuse to take personal responsibility for our bullshit, we always want to point to God and say, well, God is still working on me. And and, and he just may be doing, doing that. But we tend to use God as a holy custodian to come through and sweep and mop our bullshit up when we can just be accountable for our shit and then say, God, you know what? I'm glad you gave me the mop and broom to clean up my own shit. I appreciate that. But we always want to push it off on God because we may not be a Christian people, but we're deeply spiritual people. And we tend to fall for when people do that type of stuff mm-hmm. and i expected him to do that if it, and, and let me it'd be even more egregious to some of you because black women tend to be more spiritual and more christian than black men it only True. makes sense that if your biggest demographic happens to be aiming towards black women that you're gonna pull some christian bullshit out of your ass to get I mean, no 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 I, I can dig it
2: i can dig it the thing that really got I hate him, though I do. I hate to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. No bullshit. His wife's crazy,
1: but I hate
2: him. He's trash all the way around. I don't Mm -hmm. think that that's disputable at this point. But I think one of the things that really got me was some of the comments that we started seeing in his feed as we're going through as this incident is are unfolding. (laughs) You had some women coming out and saying, "Hold up, I've been following you. I dropped." men because of the suggestions that you made men that now that i'm reflecting on it were good men and here you are outside
1: doing the same bullshit, and i'm like but you can't be mad at him that you listen to a dude in a tight ass shirt sitting in a Honda Civic giving you fucking relationship advice. Who? Why are you mad at? Him? I dude, I, I click on a dude on Facebook and listen to his damn relationship listen, advice. Listen, you listen, wonder listen, why your fucking relationship fell apart. Listen, I this can't is a imagine big world why. every. There's
2: a lot of people in it, and a lot of those people are looking for help in some way or for some oh, way oh, or form.
1: Man, a nice guy. No, I'm you. I'm you, you, know, you know, you, dude, 100, you know Honda it's one hundred. You know it's one hundred percent. We literally just,
2: we literally just gave Malcolm. Advice like in the last battle, yeah,
1: <laughs> I, well, we did. I told Malcolm a lie, so you know, don't don't listen. Don't listen. I mean, obviously, you can't listen obviously I you did, we know
2: who the troublemaker
1: is. God damn
2: it, we already know that. But no, all jokes aside, man, I'm looking at how this thing is unfolding, and I think one of the biggest disappointments for me, and I'm pre- I'm predicting it here, is as much as he's probably going to have a fall off in followership. I don't think it's going to be by much. Bro, I don't think he is.
1: I'll tell you. Matter of fact, listen, man. No, I know that I have dropped Jackson. because right he believe he's trash. I am going to go see either T.D. Jakes, John Gray, or another one of these big, you know, so-called mega church pastors and have a sit down. Matter of fact, I'm going to have a conversation with Oprah. All I got to do is get somewhere and be in a public setting where I can actually tell my story and show some sort of forgiveness and maybe drop a scripture. Bruh, that bounce back is beautiful, bro That bounce back is Beyonce after baby bounce back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he's Eddie's and
2: getting the bag on top of that shit. And he getting the bag,
1: bro. Come on now.
2: I can't think about this. Uh, we had one of our uh folks in the comment section. Say that we should mention that he committed adultery multiple times. Yes, that is the case. But it seems like people that involve themselves in situations like that—that that it's not really a big issue for many people. Like, look at look at fucking um what's ball headed dude's name with the big mustache, Steve Harvey. Look at Steve Harvey. How many times mm-hmm. has that dude been married? How many? And he's told you the reason why him and his wife his wives divorced before but people seem to be continue you to seek out from advice out. from folks like no no oh no, not no, 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 like look, people seek out advice you, from folks like him and i'm not saying that it that you should or shouldn't i'm just saying listen my guy like you said before you're not going to be seeking out advice from somebody that you know already told you that they have these issues and has done it multiple times and hasn't proven that they've resolved themselves as of yet i mean but I tend to believe,
1: man, is. that when people tell the truth about where they are in situations, you gotta believe them, my God. That I think no, but I think people tend to gravitate to that. So if he would have actually been a little bit more open about some of his other his struggles, I think things might have been a little bit different for him. I don't think mm. he would have faced the type of, you know, vitriol that he's experienced. I'm okay. just glad to see that so many black men, I mean black women, are angry with him. I love that. I'm like, yo, burn his ass to the stake. He deserves it. Listen, listen. Let me, ask you,
2: let me ask you this question then, man,
1: for, because
2: we look at people like this and we gravitate towards them for some sort of insight into how we can change our life in some capacity, whatever that capacity is to be more like them or to be more prosperous. Right. And there's the argument that it's those people that are open with their mistakes that you should listen to the most because they've already gone through the shit and they know how better to explain it. For me, I don't take it that way. I'm not going to take relationship advice from Steve Harvey that seems to have been falling on his ass over and over again. I'll listen to Steve Harvey about what it takes to be uh, persistent in life because he's gone through some shit. We know there are parts of his life that he can explain and explain very well that I can, I'll take you know without any hesitation. Mm -hmm. But that relationship shit, I don't know. And then on top, for Mm -hmm. me personally, for me personally, because it doesn't seem like after the three marriages. Mm -hmm. It still seems like you you
1: didn't like you know what I'm saying. I, I do, but I, I guess the thing that that I don't wouldn't listen to Steve Harvey if he wasn't honest about his faults in the failed three marriages. Like I can't listen to you if you just going to ignore the fact that you did some fuck shit. And that's, that's marriages. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, I, I agree with that. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, why are you listening to Steve Harvey anyway? Have you seen this dude's mustache, Nick, <laughs> Nick? Any man who walks around with a mustache like that is a sociopath. Is something, something like, wrong with him? Is, something, something wrong, wrong with
2: him. Him. <laughs> Hold up, man. I've heard people say the same thing about dudes with beards, too, man. Nah. So we got
1: to be careful. Good try. Good try. No, 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 no. That, was that
2: wasn't a jab But you. I'm, yeah, I'm telling true. you the truth. I've heard the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, whatever, nigga. What the fuck <laughs> you, man. You, what what you, man? Whatever, man, Just move to the next topic, man. God damn it. All right, what's next, Elgin? is
1: this talk is a little heavier, and we've never had this conversation before on this particular show, and with all of the recent gun violence that we've seen, or let me be say it a little differently, with many of the high-profile cases of gun violence we've seen here lately, uh, quote-unquote mass shootings that we've seen, the gun control debate has begun to rev up even again, more. again, even more. And, and and it is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, it's, you know, people wanting to ban assault rifles as people that wants to, you know, <laughs> ban guns altogether, you know, so there's, there's a lot of different avenues and platforms uh, out there right now. Uh, your president, Joe Biden came out really quickly and made some comments about, you know, guns and your vice president, uh, Miss Harris. Come why do you?
2: Why do you stop, stop, stop doing that shit, you nigga. Think you, you think you're slick. Stop
1: that bullshit. Go ahead, man. Has some comments about guns. So it's it's fascinating because I think when most people hear about gun debates, they immediately want to run to the NRA uh, and say the NRA is the one. But I'm going to tell you something, man. The NRA is not as powerful as they once were. The NRA for the past couple of years has been in deep, financial problems the biggest people, recently the biggest people the biggest proponents of making sure that assault rifles and things along those lines are easily accessible are gun manufacturers the are very people Facts. who are manufacturing the guns which makes sense because capitalism is a monster that way but yeah. gun control where, where, where do you stand what's your thoughts uh, and first mm-hmm. off, condolences and prayers and all those things that go out to all of the victims in these horrible situations of gun yeah. violence. I don't oh. want you know, <clears throat> to ignore that.
2: No, of course not. Uh, I, I think we need to tell the full story. So we have, what is it, more than 10 days ago or about 10 or 11 days ago mm-hmm. in Georgia, uh, a crazy white man. And I'm putting that in quotes for those that are listening to this crazy white man, went to different uh massage parlors across uh Atlanta the Atlanta area and ended up killing eight people, six of them uh Asian women. Um and two white women. And two white women. So we have we have that happen. And not even six days afterwards, we have this shooting in Colorado mm-hmm. at a King Supers uh grocery store where 10 people were killed. Mm-hmm. Um Listen, as people that have enlisted, you and me, we understand what the deal is. I'm not against owning firearms. Oddly enough, maybe about a couple of days ago, my son, I've never talked to my son about guns and gun ownership or anything like that. Hmm. But I think he might've heard one of our conversations. And he he said, dad, uh, you said that you got rid of your guns when we were born, why did you do that? And I told him, I said, well, to be honest with you, I was fearful of having guns in the home when they were kids just to be on the safe side. I had no problems with getting rid of them. Understood. But in the same token, I think that there has to be some level of common sense. Now, what common sense looks like, what ultimately we as a society decides that common sense and common sense regulation looks like, there are people that are a lot smarter than me that are debating that now right but i think anything that you overdo has the tendency to become a problem whether it's sugar whether it's sex whether it's anything those things become an addiction and become a problem right sure. now in the united states there are there is a firearm for every man, woman, and child in this country. That's over 350 million firearms. There are a lot of people that don't carry. So you have all of these weapons concentrated in the hands of how many people?
1: Sure.
2: Like I said, this is not a debate on whether or not you should carry or you have the right to carry. It's not a Second Amendment discussion. It's not no. a Second Amendments conversation, one, no. one bit. But what are we going to do to see that incidences like these can be mitigated in some capacity? Because let's take a step back. 2019, there were about 400 and some odd mass shootings. At least I I believe that that was the number, the last number. Close to somewhere in that range, right? In 2020, that number jumped up by almost 30%. And we were in fucking lockdown. So, how do you manage that? How do you manage to say that even in the midst when people aren't really interacting with one another, that it increases like there we have to realize in some at some point that there is something that needs to be done. Now, once again, I will admit I'm not naive to the fact that I don't know what that answer is. But I think part of the, the part of the argument that seems to be rumbling in most cases is that not only do people not know what that answer is people can't even decide whether or not that's a conversation that we should be having
1: and that's the part that's i'm glad you chimed in on that piece right there because my thing is i encourage people to have the conversations that they think they should not be having the conversations that we tend to skirt over because we don't have all of the information well that's how you get information by sharing it back and forth and having conversations now when i think of gun violence i tend to think of gun violence that i see that happens in predominantly low social economic predominantly black environments that's
2: understood I can that's see
1: that. gun violence to me now that doesn't mean that what I see happen in these other places across the world and particularly in this country, that there's not a level of empathy and grief for the loss of life there. There is. But what I I, I struggle with is when I see these things be deemed mass shootings and then there's a level of outrage and a level of now we want to do something with guns but for years in parts of Chicago North Philly Memphis all these predominantly black areas where gun violence is through the fucking roof we didn't have this same type of vitriol and wanting to do something with guns so it was almost like it was okay when black folks black and brown folks were shooting each other. I can dig it. I can dig it. When white women and white kids begin to start getting hurt. Now we want to have this issue. But here's the thought. I think it I don't think I think people should have access to guns. I think people should be able to carry guns. I think people should be able to buy guns. And again, I'm not a gun law expert, but it only makes sense to me that the way the same way that we go to get a driver's license that we actually have to take a test. You have to get a permit. You have to actually take a physical test. And if you do something with that vehicle, you lose your license for a certain period of time. You're not able to drive if you get caught driving drunk or without insurance or without your seatbelt. Why not put something along those same lines in place for people who carry weapons? Uh, Get a permit. Got to get a license. If you get a license, you have to be able to demonstrate that you can clean the weapon, that you can properly care for the weapon, that you know the safety aspects of this particular weapon. All these are for the. But Elgin, you're, you're putting to more, to you're putting that. more
2: roadblocks in the way of legal gun owners to stop them from getting guns. It's not, it's not good folks with guns that you need to worry about. It's the bad folks with guns that you need to worry about. Because that's the argument you hear all the time. Oh, so like, why are you putting I, these roadblocks I in I the think, way of folks that are doing it legally? The folks that are killing folks are not the, the the legal guns are not really the issue that's what i keep hearing anyway that is the yeah, folks yeah, like yeah, in yeah. chicago that are yeah. selling them under the table and shooting each other in the streets those are the that's where the real problem is that's where you, you need know. to focus
1: and some of these motherfuckers need to go to actual gun shows and see some of the illegal how that should help us purchasing of don't place. let them fool you my guy don't let them uh, fool you my guy but i think that we have to begin to put some common sense things in place uh I don't think the answer is to take things away from people and ban them from people, and those things still exist because then you create a whole bigger underground economy. The whole prohibition thing, man. I I just think that's a bad idea. And I'm. I don't always think that just taking the guns away would prevent mass violence. I, I don't. I don't, think so if people want to commit acts of violence, and they're going to find control. a way to find, they're going to find a, a way, way to yeah. yeah. find a way to do it. We're going to find a way to do it.
2: I think one of the biggest things that gets me about this whole situation, and I think we've had this conversation regarding other incidences, is what comes across as an unwillingness to even. Sit down and talk about it, right? Yeah, because both sides get into their corners, they hunker down. I mean, if if anything, after kids died at Sandy Hook, after many kids died in the inner city from gun violence, and people, this like, I don't know how you can, uh, how you can deify something to that extent. You know what I mean? Like, get if you want to have an argument like get into a knockdown, drag out fight with somebody talk to somebody who's really about their second amendment rights and tell them that they're like that that they shouldn't that they should curtail their 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 gun purchasing or some nonsense like that dude that is the worst conversation that you could ever have with a motherfucker because you better be ready for it
1: and i'm telling you man the The biggest reason why there is not more common sense approach to gun laws in this country is because of money. It's it's literally because of money that certain groups are paying one group of politicians to push this. And it's literally It has zero to do or very little to do about the loss of life or the potential loss of life. Man, it is about that bag. It is. It is. Like, oh, let's let's keep it all the way funky right now. We know that
2: right now the Democrats, and I'm using them specifically because they are the party that seems to be the most vocal about getting gun correction. Mm -hmm. And I put that in quotes as well, right? They have the House, they have the Senate. And they have uh, the they have the White House. And
1: well, they have the White House.
2: Yes. If they really wanted to do something, they could do something right now. That there is. shouldn't be there shouldn't be any questions, any debate about it. You wrangle the folks that you need to wrangle. Everybody, we getting on board. We're going to vote, and we're going to vote to make sure that nobody high capacity magazines is out the way. Uh, assault rifles like the AR-15, AR-15s, AR fifteen is out, out, out yeah. the way. All of that stuff. But you see that now we're having this debate, and then the debate becomes: if anything needs to be done, then the de- it needs to be done bipartisan. Yep, nigga, kiss my ass, man.
1: Like are being Done.
2: Listen, my guy, this is this is one of the things that gets me all the time, man. I hate this argument about bipartisanship. Oh, it's the stupidest shit on the planet. Because at the end of the day, I don't think any mother because the argument ends. The way they transition the argument is that the goal is to be bipartisan and the the end of the goal is to get results. I don't think. Think about it. You had this. They just recently did a poll. Fox News did a poll said 60 percent of voting Republicans agree with Joe Biden's stimulus plan. I don't think they give a fuck if it was a Democrat or a Republican that passed the bill to put money in their pockets. They just wanted money in their pockets. But there are people that are arguing that, no, we can't do anything unless both sides agree to it. I'm like, nah, get the fuck out of here. I thought it was the, the, the job of you guys in in Congress to get shit done. Yeah. They
1: don't so, like I said, run. these
2: folks, we're waiting for the Dems to see what they're going to do. I know it's just going to be a bunch of talk. We had Joe Biden go to Colorado. We had Kamala Harris go to Colorado. We have folks sending out their thoughts and prayers as they normally do, man. I, as we do, we send out our thoughts and prayers to the victims. No, don't hospital. get it twisted. But we're, uh, in a we we're in a different position. There's not really much. A, I don't have. We don't the have power policy to
1: power to change facts. What's going on? But in, but I I can't act like and not acknowledge that the reason why this gun shit is not moving to the point where it's a more common sense safety approach where everybody, with both of us get the chance to keep their guns. You have the ability to buy guns. It's just some things that are put in place that make it safer for people who are not in the mental or emotional space to get them or prevent it. And the reason why that doesn't take place is because motherfuckers are Trying to make we trying to make
2: that money. We're trying to make that money. Let's be fair then. I'm gonna put it out to our audience, the folks that listen and watch us, man. If you have ideas of how to make gun ownership and gun safety better, that possibility of passing. I mean, we're we're, we're just being we're yeah. speculating here. we have we're a magic one. To... Yeah, if would you, you had if you had the magic exactly. Mm-hmm. If you had the magic bullet per se, what would you do to get this thing done? Or what would you I, say I would as one of the that. things? Please.
1: Yeah. I'd yeah, love to hit us up, Facebook, Twitter, yeah, Instagram. No let us know how yeah. would you fix the gun. You have a magic wand to do to do it.
2: Yeah, no doubt. All right. Right about now is the time when we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you can take with yourself into the week. So
1: uh L, what's up? Man, I just want people to take care of themselves, man. Uh, I'm constantly talking about going to therapy. You know, if you're having mental and emotional issues and you're struggling with, go see a therapist, man. But also take your behind to the doctor. Have regular checkups, regular physicals, blood work. Go get yourself together, man, because people are dying from preventable things that they should not be dying from. So go get yourself checked out, man, please, for your family.
2: No doubt. For me, what's up this week, man? It's pretty simple, man. Check on your family, check on your friends. Like I said earlier at the top of the hour, top of the show. Um, young man, I forget his young his name now, and I apologize. Passed away, committed suicide. Nobody knew that this dude had died for a couple of days. That brings us back to old oh boy that used to play for the Bucks, uh, Jackson. Vincent Jackson, and how he died, and no one knew what was man, up with him for several, days,
1: for several days. For several days. Days, bro sometimes Nobody
2: man could. man my guy sometimes it's i mean check on your people man sometimes folks to say that they're all right they're not really all right and even if you've heard from them make sure you hear from them again you never know what, what position they're in or what position they're going to be in a couple of days from now like i said a couple of weeks ago for me i was really in it i was really in it and it took i had an opportunity lucky enough that i had people in my corner that i was able to talk to in the moment and get my mind right you know what i mean and now i mean that was just me feeling some sort of way talk less of having suicidal thoughts or feeling so so down and dejected or so pushed to the wall that that was your only escape so checking in on your folks man
1: please
2: l where can these good people find you if they'd like to find you man
1: uh twitter at elgin bailey
2: no doubt and I'm Big O, Mr. In the Black. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore In the Black. And I want to thank you guys once again for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick it with us, and we appreciate it. Make sure you check us out across social media at In the Black, P-D-C-S-T, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you check us out as you're watching this on youtube if you're watching this on youtube hit that thumbs up button hit the subscribe and don't forget to share this man don't be a stingy sure. ass go ahead and share it yeah. and we'll be back next week but until next time as normal informed intelligent in the, the black, black. peace
0: Bretch, what up? I dare bread a, a brother, black IP Bretchin, listen. Uh in the black podcast that like your lad is it's all facts you don't like that then fall back in the black podcast don't talk trash It switch fast if you ain't raw then you're whack informed intelligent elements always relevant not for the weak and delicate this is eloquent excellence we are setting the precedence rest of them are excrement in the black podcast the truth like the testament don't know up he bro man a specialist know what the podcast Just y'all mess with this like said they my cheat Oh no do it so F- effortless I listen to my learn when them listen listening, my benefit reporting current events everything that is prevalent this is so exquisite a scientific experiment giving you the news not fused without evidence telling you the truth sentiments without embellishments relax these are the facts bringing them to your residence in your house or your tenement Listen to your intelligence body filled with and power that's so right in the stars bringing some light back to the desolate in the black podcast, take your land, it's all facts, you don't like that, then fall back. In the black podcast, they punt up, who watch, block up your chop, me can't flop. In the black podcast, take your land, it's all facts, you don't like that, then fall back. In the black podcast, we outlast, the one of them can't, none of them no contrast. Yeah. Black, Just like that, though. Yeah, man, I saw we I do it, big old. Yeah. Mr. In the black himself. Uh-huh. What up, DJ Henny? It's your boy Black I'm out. Now, no!